Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Motive Podcast. I am Shaden Bertinoli. If this happens to be the first time you've ever listened to this, then welcome. And I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping it can answer some questions for you. So yesterday was Sunday and sitting in Sunday school where we had an awesome lesson. The topic came up about being deceived, right? So like being deceived by Satan and how he how he loves to deceive us and and what to do about it, right? It's it is a it's a big time daily endeavor to focus on Christ, to focus on a path that is healthy, that is good, and and to not be deceived. And I think um, something that happens to us very often is we assume that Satan stands opposite of Christ, that he, you know, if 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 Christ is is black, then he is white. If if Christ says um, that's cold, then he would say hot, and it's it's just not that way. Um, that'd be too easy. Satan, and instead, he he loves to stand shoulder to shoulder with Jesus in a way that in a in a way that uh, you know when we're looking at him, where he's he's standing there going, "Hey, Satan, which one which one am I? Can you tell? Can you tell the difference between me and him?" He loves him. He loves to do that. And one of the ways he does that, well, we were talking about, I'll just say, we were talking about this this uh, doctrine of edification, and the idea that when the Spirit is talking to us, when the Spirit's, you know, when God is talking to us through the Spirit, it is always that we will feel edified. And our awesome instructor, she she asked a very simple question, but she said, "What does it mean? What does edification actually mean? What does it mean to be edified?" And and the answers ranged from you know, being empowered to um, being uplifted. And, and I agree with all of them to be edified means you, in my opinion, is that your, your, your intelligence is enhanced, your, your physical energy is enhanced. You, you feel more, you feel more whole. You are more whole, to be honest. It, there's just a, there's a, a change that, it, that occurs to where there's more of a surety inside of you. There's a calm that I think that, it, that it happens as well, that, the calm of assurance occurs, and and uh, and that's awesome. And so, seeking edification is what God is all about, and and how why we worship. And and so, when it comes to Satan, how does he how does he mimic that? Right? How does Satan mimic edification? Because he he does not like I said, he's not just going to go opposite of it. And so. The fact is, and I see this all the time in my own life, and I see it in, in my clients' lives, and, and I don't care who you are, this we all do this. Satan loves to get us to be focused on relief. He loves to say, he loves to dis, he loves to uh, confuse peace with relief. So say, I know that Christ can give me peace, but I know that Satan cannot. So relief is the idea that, or the outcome of stopping or avoiding or holding back from something that you know you probably ought to do. And it's really easy to be, when we're scared of something, when we're anticipating something being really, you know, uh, a struggle or it could make us feel like a failure, you know, many, there's so many different situations. And so there are times when we say, I'm going to quit this or I'm going to stop this. I'm not going to go ahead with this. And instantaneously, what's going to happen is you're going to feel relief. And that relief is going to feel good. 
And it's very easy to think that because I feel peace, what would, I guess you could, what you could call peace, which isn't actually, it's just relief, that you could almost think that God's talking to you that way. I know for a fact that relief doesn't edify me. Relief doesn't enable me. It doesn't empower me. It just stops me from doing something that's hard most of the time. Now, is there relief on a, on a vacation and in those types of ways? Of course there are, right? Where it's just time to relax and, and, uh, and just wind down. But for the most part in our daily life, many of us, I believe, are seeking relief when we ought to be seeking peace. And I want you to take a second to think about that in your own life, even today. You know, it's Monday morning for me. And um, could I have gotten up earlier? Yes. Why didn't I? Because I was seeking relief, right? I wanted relief. I wanted to avoid the pain of getting up. Now, and it, did I think it? Did I think it was peaceful? Probably in my head, but actually, I was just seeking relief. So, for you, right? For you, think about today already. What have you done that you've, that, or what haven't you done? Because your direct attempt at seeking relief rather than peace. Um, now, how do we find peace? Right? How does peace actually happen? Peace, this is so important, peace is interconnected to truth. I had an amazing conversation with someone this last week, and this person was really, had like this laundry list of things that they wanted to change and the things they wanted to improve and all that they wanted to do. And I finally looked at him and said, hey, you got to stop. Stop doing this. Stop, stop, stop. And they said, well, what? And I said, you're focused so much on behavior Instead of focusing on one thing, focusing, you're, you, you lack a principle that you can focus on. You're just trying to change behavior. And they're like, well, what should I focus on? And I said, well, what do you think? And they had no idea. And I said, how about you just focus on telling the truth? I said, you want peace, right? Like, yeah. Then start telling the truth. Like, well, what do you mean? And I said, start telling the truth about yourself. You keep, you keep ripping on yourself and, and calling yourself names and, you know, degrading yourself and in many other ways. I said, is that the truth? Like, no. Then don't say it. And if you do say it, check yourself and say the truth. I said, what about, what about when, you think, when you're thinking about what, others, what other people think of you? Are you telling the truth? He's like, well, I don't know. And I said, probably not. And not, here's the thing is you, you can't be because you haven't even asked that person. You're just guessing what they're saying. So tell the truth. I think we really, really struggle to feel peace because we lack the focus and we lack the, honestly, I think sometimes even the desire to tell the truth. I think we're also afraid of telling the truth. I think we're afraid of seeking the truth, especially when it comes becomes about us. It's one thing to talk about the truth from like a, a spiritual a spiritual concept, I guess, of like that God is our heavenly Father, that Jesus Christ is our Savior. It's like, yeah, those are that's truth, yeah, and, and that creates peace. But what about the truth about you? What about the truth about you? Are you an idiot? Then stop telling yourself you are. Are you a sucky mom or a sucky dad? Stop telling yourself you are. Tell, say the truth. 
Do you struggle sometimes? Yeah. That's way different than saying, gosh, I just, I'm just terrible at this. I suck at this. That's not true. Maybe you were terrible at one thing that day. And how about all the other things you did pretty adequately or pretty well? Maybe even on a genius level in some things. You taking credit for those? I'm not gonna lie, I'm just I'm just so sick and tired of how much people are losing to Satan in their mind. He he is telling us what to think, and we're saying, yes, sir. He's filling us full of half truths, half lies. And we're just saying, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I really am bad. Or yeah, I can't do that because I I I just can't take it. I just can't handle it. Really? You can't handle it? You're gonna die? You can't handle going to school? You can't handle telling somebody no? Why? What's gonna happen? Tell the truth. You can handle it. You can do it. You are a good person most of the time. You make mistakes. Some people don't like you. Some teenagers don't like you. Not all the time. Tell the truth. And when you do, peace will start to come. Let's look at it doctrinally. I'm sorry if uh, this offends you. Actually, I'm not sorry. The Holy Ghost has a law that is within him, if you will, that he lives by, that is that governs him. That when when truth is spoke, truth has to be spoken for him to confirm it. Hear that right. He can't confirm lies. So when thoughts come into your head which aren't always within your control, if you let them sit there, or if you add to them, or if you continue to just believe them, he can't sustain that. Which actually creates a pretty vicious cycle of why you start to seek relief even more. More relief, more relief. And guess what that can become? It can become an addiction. It can become a really, really bad habit. Your bad habits are in large part because they give you relief. Your addictions are there because they give you relief. It's just the fact. When in all reality, guess what you've been seeking your entire life? Peace. You've been seeking peace. Relief doesn't sustain. It just avoids. I guarantee, I want everyone, If I want you to think about right now. There, there has to have been a day in your life where you just nailed it, right? Where you, you just... You were on and, and and you didn't let, I don't know, like something happened. I don't know, like you had this boost of confidence. Maybe you have this super spiritual experience where you felt really accepted by Heavenly Father, but you just fought lies. And, and honestly, they just, they probably stopped coming because Satan himself realized Shaden's not touchable today or you're not touchable today because you were fortified, because you told the truth. I love to think about it like this. Think of your thoughts as like this conveyor belt and it's constantly running. And there's thoughts that come by literally like every, every half second, almost half the time. 
have you ever realized that you're not your thoughts? They're just thoughts, and the true ones are true. I would, I say this all the time. Thought the only thought the only thoughts that are true are the ones that are true. I know it sounds profound, but the only thoughts that are true are the ones that are true. All the rest are just garbage. And I don't care who you are. There's a lot of garbage thoughts, a ton of them, that can just be let go, and they don't have to be. They don't have to be processed and analyzed all the time. But the ones that stick, the ones that come across the conveyor belt that just seem like they touch something, you know, really sensitive that touch on insecurities, tell the truth. With with what? With your intelligence, with your divine spiritual intelligence that God created, which is not your brain, just so you know. Your intelligence is you. Your intelligence is all of you. It's the thing that will never die. It's the spirit that God himself created. Does it use the brain? Yes. Is the brain connected to it? Yes, but you are not your thoughts. You are not your brain. You are you. And you have the right to fight. Can you hear my passion? I hope you can. I hope you can. My whole 20s, you know, my twenty, my twenties was a decade of losing. I many of you that know me probably didn't. I don't know. Maybe you didn't really see it, but I had very little mind power. I had very little fight when it came to fighting my thoughts with truth. But it's time to. And I can tell you firsthand from firsthand experience how empowering it is. I had a really bad weekend, really bad. And it's too vulnerable to share here, but it's just tough. I'll just tell you this. Parenting is really hard. It, 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 it definitely has its way of extracting the things that we need to see in us out, right? And I had a lot of thoughts going through that were absolutely untrue. I'm a fraud. My kids are, my, my kids are, they, I'm a bad dad, you know, like they're, they're, they're going to be they're going to be hurt because of me so many thoughts but the, i i'm so proud of myself because I, I i saw them for what they were which is they they were direct attacks at me they were bullying it was it was a, it was a direct attack from the bully himself which actually was a compliment of hey thanks you know thanks for the compliment that you care enough about me to come after me and the same things happening for you He's coming after you because you matter. He's coming after you because he's scared of you, just like any bully. And he wants to destroy you. So stop fighting with garbage. Stop fighting with darkness, with social media, with with habits, with sugar, with you name it. Stop fighting with those things. You're fighting by seeking relief, and he loves it. He loves watching you run to a corner for relief because he knows you got to come back out again. And he'll just scare you then. So what do we do instead? What we've said this whole time, right? Fight with truth and peace will prevail. I promise you. Start seeing your thoughts for what they are and what they aren't through the lens of what's actually true. And if you really struggle to find out what what is actually true, come and talk to me and I'll help. I have, I have, uh, and I also have another therapist, Steve, who's awesome. 
that can help you. And I also have another one, Sadie. She just joined our joined our clan and she's awesome too. So if you want a female therapist, she's there. If you want to, if you if you need an evening appointment, Steve's got you. Please know there's help. My online program helps you as well. Trust me, I have an entire module on how to fight the bully. An entire module on it. Start fighting your for your worth for yourself with truth.